Hello, welcome to another episode of Thanks for Asking. Hope you're good. Hope everyone is doing great. Usually I publish new episodes on Thursdays. And this Thursday is... Guess what it is? <laughs> Some of you already know. So Thursday, 4th November, is my birthday. And, and as birthdays go, it's usually one of the most tiring days of my life especially when it's a work day so i know this one this year might not be any different but i also just thought that it'd be nice to record an episode that you know goes out on my birthday that is talking about my birthday so that i just have it somewhere in the works quite cheesy but that's that's a doris thing to do so i was just looking through my notes um fun fact the notes app on my iphone is the most used app on that phone i i love the notes app so i always just dump my thoughts there and all of that and Thinking about, I just looked at all the notes I've written between my last birthday and today, and all the different ideas, different things I've done, different quotes, different. Just it helps me, should I say, reminisce, you know, on how I spent the last one year of my life. Okay, so I had already said that it's important to always just talk about how you feel. Um, you can do it via a structured reflection model, or you can just, you know talk about it to yourself but it's important to always ask yourself how am i feeling today so as at the time of recording this it's 2nd of november on <laughs> tuesday 2nd november i am currently in the city of abuja um, i came here with all my podcasting equipment and i said okay let me record one you know abuja is just the city that i love so much it seems to me that you know my mind will be in a very zen and you know very peaceful and very you know creative and very reflective place so that's why i'm recording this podcast yeah so as far as birthdays go, I'm not someone that gets like overtly excited about my birthday. In the past, I used to be one person that would, you know, go and do a photo shoot. I was going to say video shoot. <laughs> it's never that deep. So I would do a photo shoot. I would, you know, get makeup done, buy some nice outfits, pay some photographer to do all of that. You know, all that jazz. Um, I think the last time I did that was three years ago. So what happens usually is that i always just psych myself out so i'll always be like oh okay my birthday is coming what am i going to do this year oh i like to have photos done because i've been, been seeing other people's photos throughout the year my birthday is in november so <laughs> you already know that we would have seen so much before that time and but somehow when it's now time to you know actually do it i always psych myself out so this year hasn't been any different um, I know last month I had seen one photographer on Instagram say she's running some kind of a program where you can come, she'll take pictures of you, blah, blah. I even contacted her, we exchanged information, details, sent her my email address, all of that. When it was time to just schedule the date, I told her, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I'm going to do this anymore. And it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah. So you know that classic um, breakup line. But yeah, it wasn't her at all. It wasn't the fact that I couldn't afford to do it. Nothing it was just the fact that I just did not want to be bothered. So um, I psyched myself out of the photo shoots. I wanted to do a games night at my house, invite friends over, we have drinks, play games, you know, just kiki, laugh, eat a lot of food. And then I psyched myself out of that as well because I'm like, who's going to do the cleaning when they leave? So I psyched myself out of that. Then I also thought that, okay, what about if I host, like, we go go out to dinner somewhere nice, you know, have a nice meal, um, invite a few people that, I, that I'm close to and all of that. Guess what I did? <laughs> I psyched myself out of that. Um, and then the last thing I thought about doing for my birthday was um, doing a photo shoot within my own house, you know, just dressing up in different nice clothes, styling my, my wardrobe. I have a lot of clothes in my wardrobe, so just, you know, doing something cheeky and fun just to celebrate my birthday. 
what did I end up doing? Your guess is as good as mine. I also psyched myself out. So, end of the day, the only thing that I'm doing to sort of commemorate this birthday is recording a podcast. And this is just on a whim. It just occurred to me this afternoon that why don't you do a podcast episode that you can publish on your birthday, you know, that is about yourself or about how you're feeling and all of that. You know, it'll be nice to play back and listen to. But I'm also quite conscious of the fact that this podcast is not for me, it's for my audience, right? So as much as, you know, uh, I'm doing a birthday episode and it's my birthday, but I would just like to touch on a few things <laughs> that you guys might find interesting, some things you don't know about me and, you know, answer some questions as well and just tell you what I've learned in my 30 plus years on earth. So that's the purpose of this pod. So first of all, um, I asked myself, are you proud of where you are right now? And to be very honest, I am. Not everything has gone my way. There are a lot of things that when I used to be the plan, plan, plan person, you know, like have goals at the start of the year, make sure this happens, make sure that happens. I used to achieve all those things. But then when I reflect on every year, I see that the things I did not even plan to happen were the ones that happened, you know, and like the ones I got much much more pleasure out of. So I stopped really trying to, let's say, play God, right? So for... Two years now, I think last year and this year, I never started this year, you know, writing out a goal, a financial plan, a this one plan, relationship plan, all those plans they tell us to write. I didn't do that. But looking at myself right now, where I am, I'm quite happy. Um, I'm used to hearing people say, you inspire me, I'm so proud of you, you're someone who just gets it done, all this nice stuff. But it's something to hear it from other people, but another thing to actually believe it for yourself. Now, it's also another thing to tell yourself that same thing. So, I've come to this, I do this out-of-body thing where I talk to myself. Let's say I achieve something, I'll be like, damn girl, only you could do that. Or let's say I'm in a fix and I'm saying to myself, Doris, you know you're still going to make these flies. Why are you going crazy on this? You know for sure that you have it in your power, you have it in your wheelhouse to do everything possible for you to get to where you need to get to. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so why are you even fretting so sometimes i step out of my body and go say to myself man girl you know that side eye kind of girl hmm you know you got this or oh, man you did fuck up you know that kind of thing so i can sincerely say that i'm very proud of myself not because of any kind of you know achievement or whatever it's just the fact that i'm alive today uh, the choices i'm making and you know that i'm continuing to make are choices that are you know that are beneficial to my well-being you know so for that i'm very proud next thing i also wanted to ask myself as well was also i'm very proud of the fact that for the first time in my life i'm currently undergoing therapy you know so i'm someone that talks about mental health a lot you know i started a, i started a program then called vent which i was doing with my friends queen and jennifer where we meet and we just talk about issues but it was really just helping people to just you know distress talk about your, your problems let's really just get people to express themselves but you know that thing where they said doctors are the worst patients right i think being in that space where i was always you know feeling as if um i had my hands open for anyone to just come and talk to me vent with me tell me your problems i would listen i just didn't pay attention to the fact that i also had problems on my own you know, that I've been carrying for years um, without actually getting any kind of, you know, respite. 
I'm at the point right now that I am actually, you know, talking to a therapist. And to be fair, <laughs> they said everyone that's grown up in Nigeria, or you know, they say some kind of assessments they can give you that let them know the kind of traumas you've passed in passed through in life, and then they can recommend the kind of therapy that you should get. But it's one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself because it's I can see the benefits, you know, I can see a new person arising, my chain, my thinking is changing. The way I view the world is changing. You know, I'm less, all the there, I'm less of the negative things, and I'm more on the positive side. And that is because my biggest fight has always been with myself. So as much as I'm all nice and very dandy to everybody else, with myself I'm the worst critic. So I, I was struggling with perfectionism. I found it very difficult for me to make a mistake and for me to let it go. If I make a simple mistake, it could be about anything, the most minute thing, I would just keep knowing at myself forever, like, why would you do that? What is wrong with you? So it got to a head, and I had to seek help, you know, because that wasn't any way of living. And, you know, working through therapy has helped me, you know, helped me drop a lot of the burden I've been carrying, helped me see the world differently, helped me appreciate my relationship with God, which is the best thing. It's like the biggest unintended consequence for going to therapy was I never in my wildest dreams thought that um, by talking to a secular therapist, I mean, just talking to getting counseling, I would now enjoy my work with God. I would now see God for who he is, you know. So that is something I'm also very proud of. And what else? I'm also proud of the friendships that I've, you know, come along with along the way. So my friends are from way back secondary school, some from university, some from my work, you know, and I I find that I used to be quite unfriendly. I used to actually even describe myself as unfriendly, but I see that that's a lie because I'm quite friendly, you know. Um, I am, you know, I've made a lot of new friends. I connect with people very easily. And as far as you and I are speaking the same language, I mean, as far as our heads are around the same place, they don't have to be in the same place, but as far as we're around the same place, then I have no problems being friends with that person, you know. So um, I'm quite proud of myself and the kind of associations and kind of um, benefits or the kind of the ways I can leverage on my, my relationships with these friends I have, these networks I've built over the years. I am extremely, extremely proud of that. Um, this year... Um, as much as other years, I've learned, I've gotten a huge lesson in patience. Hmm. Patience, right? Because I had this formula I used to do as a child where if there's something unpleasant in front of me, I take my mind and I skip that thing and I go to the point where I'm done with that thing. So classic example, we had a dog. The dog is sick. The dog has pulled. He has vomited. Oh, yikes. Okay, this is too gross. Let me, find a, let me find a better example. So we're watching TV and I know that it's my turn to do dishes and everyone has finished eating. The sink has the dishes. So I know I need to go and do the dishes, but I'm also watching TV and I love watching this program I'm watching. So as a child, what I'll do is I get myself out of this program I'm watching to the point where I've already finished doing the dishes and I'm now back watching this program. So that kind of uh, trickery or that strategy helped me because I would just go through, go to the kitchen and just do the dishes quickly because ah, this is the unpleasant stuff. The pleasant stuff is ahead. I want to rush to the pleasant stuff. So why am I delaying the unpleasant stuff? 
So that was always my approach for anything, anything that hurts me, anything at all, good, bad, whatever. I have a flat tire. I'm already seeing myself when I'm already home. Flat tire has been fixed. Uh, you know, that's, that's what I mean. I never stew in the bad stuff, you know. But now I'm learning that I need to be patient and walk through the bad stuff, you know. Sometimes it's like putting band-aid over a wound. It's just fester, you know. You have to allow it heal, right? So... Whew, I'm now being very patient with myself. So using the same plate washing um, analogy, instead of just jumping to the point where I finished washing the plates and I'm now back watching TV again, I'm now understanding that there's some time that it will take to wash plates. And when I'm washing plates, I'm also losing out on watching TV or doing other nice things I would like to do. So I cannot have this my time machine where I move on to the nice stuff. I have to chill and understand that there are some things I'm going to lose out on because I'm washing those plates. So I won't watch TV. I won't play with my friends. I won't play with my sisters. Um, so I have to account for everything in life, good and bad. You can't just skip it, you know. So that's something I've learned. And I think it's a very important lesson. If you like me, you, you also used to do that whole step one, step two. Hmm. Step three, step four is bad. So let me jump to step five. It's a coping mechanism, but it's also not the best. So what I'm also learning, even as I'm in therapy, is that there has to be a fine balance. There shouldn't be extreme of anything. So you don't want to be on, on any extreme at all. You don't want to be like me, who's always skipping. And you also don't want to be the person that sits in your pleasant stuff, crying and wailing, oh my God, whatever, stewing in it. Anyway, so moving on from that, um, I've also tried to think about, okay, if wishes were horses, right? It's my birthday and a girl can dream, right? I know that this might be coming late because you might be listening to this on my birthday and be wondering, how can we, how can we actually give you this gift on your birthday? <laughs> I'm just hearing it today. Anyway, so this is not me asking for anything, but I'm just, you know, thinking that mm, what are the things that I'd like to have? So I know for, for instance, for one, I'd like to have a ticket to the US um, to attend a Kanye concert in the coming year. I know he's going to be a church service, Sunday service, or maybe a listening party or something. I know Kanye is going to promote this Donda album and I would like to go visit and, you know, attend one in person. I also want this Apple, the new Apple Air Max. Is it what it's called? The big AirPods, the headphones. Yo. I like Apple, so I have all their products, and I think that that's missing. I also like to have an iPad, iPad Pro with, with a stylus. I do a lot of designing and all of that, and I just feel like, oh my God, that's something that is missing. Uh, maybe an iPhone 13. Uh, for leisure trip, I would like to go to Zanzibar and Kenya. So I like to do like a trip to Tanzania, Kenya, maybe that East African block see the Serengeti, um, you know, just do something, go to Zanzibar or um, Dar es Salaam, just, you know, go around there and then come back. So that would also be nice. <laughs> I need a new mattress, like one of these new imported mattresses that, you know, is it Canadian or American? I don't know. One of them. I know they are quite expensive, but I need one of those things because sometimes I wake up and my back hurts. Um, iPhone 13, I don't really need it, but it would be nice to have, hmm... Yeah, so <laughs> those are some of the things on my wish list. But yeah, you can see that they are all very big, big things. <laughs> that's why I don't get any gifts because people are like, we don't know where to give you gifts from. Start anywhere, and that's the funny thing about me. We're talking about uh, love languages recently, and I asked myself, what's my love language? And I realized that my love language was um, quality time and receiving gifts. 
I don't know if giving gifts is the, the way it's supposed to be, but I know I love to receive gifts. The problem is I don't receive gifts enough. But things are gradually changing. I know that, you know, <laughs> very recently, people just give me things now because normally in the past, I was like, I don't know what to give you, but I have very great friends, you know. I remember when I was moving house, a friend of mine just sent me 100,000 naira. Another friend of mine said, for your open for opening your house here, she sent me some money. I got the alert and I called her on the phone. I was like, babe, what's going on? I saw alert. She said, yes, go and use and buy wine for your house. I was like, uh-uh. You know, and that was some, you know, real good money. A friend of mine, I was in the UK, she just called me, where are you staying? I was like, here, she shipped a pair of beautiful boots to my house. She's like, I thought, I saw this and I thought of you. Another friend of mine, of which that's even true, shout out to you, girl. <laughs> this one, this morning she called me, what are you doing for your birthday? I was like, babe, I'm not doing anything. She said, okay, send me a condom, but let me send you $100. Uh-uh, $100. I was like, whoa, that's nice, you know. So... I love receiving gifts and it's the smallest things, you know, it's, it's, I love it, you know, so I'm just push, putting this out there in case my benefactor might be on your timeline. I <laughs> don't know how they say it. <laughs> yeah. So let me also do a things that you may not know about me. Um, so it's my birthday today. If you're listening to this on the 4th of November, I'm a Scorpio. Um, and I have some of those traits, I have some of those traits that they say Scorpios have, like I'm secretive, I'm sexy, I am, what else? They say people, Scorpios are vengeful, I don't know if I'm vengeful though, but I know that for me, if you, if you wrong me, I'll probably just forget about you, may never remember to forgive you because I'm very quick, you know, just trying to rush you and forget that you ever existed, which is also something that I'm, <laughs> I'm getting help for, so yeah, um, what are the other fun facts about me? I love high life music. I listen to a lot of high life. I listen to you know a lot of Igbo music. I'm Igbo by tribe anyway, so I also listen to a lot of Afro beats. Um, so Fela, you know, a lot of Nigerian music, indigenous music. I love a lot, but then I also love jazz music. You know, I started loving jazz music when I watched a documentary called The History of Jazz, and you know, this was a six hour. Okay, not six hours, six CDs. So you know when you have. Six CDs in a box set, right? I watched this thing and I just appreciated the art form. It was just so, 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 so. It's ours. It's like it's music of black origin, you know. It's the slaves. They left Africa, carried this thing with them. It's just, let me not get into that. So, I love jazz music. One of the biggest things on my bucket list is to go to New Orleans, attend the jazz festival. The New Orleans is like the home of jazz where it started. So, I would like to visit that. So, um another fun fact about me is i drink tea i drink coffee so when they say tea or coffee i do not know which one i think i consume more tea but that's not because i like it more than coffee but it's just that i know that i'd like to have a copper in the morning you know so it could be anything in, in a tea coffee whatever sometimes it's even hot chocolate which is what we call milo in nigeria but i enjoy it so you always catch me holding a cup of tea or a cup of something in the morning um something else I've come to realize that nightlife is not my gig at all. Anything that happens at night, you know, the clubbing, the partying, the the concerts, the <laughs> just not for me. If you're going to do a daytime concert in the park in the afternoon where we just go like hippies, like a Coachella, oh yes, count me in. But you know, when the night just, when the nightfall comes, what I want to think about is my bed under the duvet, watching TV, doing something on my laptop. That is just my life. So um something else i love jean trousers a lot like i wear a lot of jeans and i have a lot of jeans so (laughs) 
it just has just come to my realization that I do love jeans a lot. I like to know stuff. So have this very, very, very toxic habit of Googling everything. Like when I hear something I've not heard before in a movie, in a play, in a song, or some kind of expression or whatever, I just look it up. When I listen to podcasts and they reference somebody's name or say somebody said something and they make a joke out of it. I just try to get more context. I will go look it up. So I am the number one looker up of everything, if that makes any sense, or the number one Googler. And this sometimes knowledge doesn't stick. I'm not trying to get it to stick. But like I say, if you throw something against a wall, after a couple of times it will stick to that wall, right? So that's what it is with me. I've just, you know, again, white knowledge because I really like to know stuff. You know, I'm the kind of person that would ask you, what are we doing? I'm not asking you because I'm not, I'm not very spontaneous, but I just would like to know. I also have learned that <laughs> I now plan the dreams I'm going to have at night. You know, that's a very weird fun fact. But for the past couple of weeks now, I can tell you for a fact that if I, when I go to bed, before I go to bed, I'm already telling myself, oh, I know I'm going to dream about this shit. Like, I can watch a documentary. I'm like, I know this thing is going to come back in my dream tonight as something and as that thing. And I'm like, okay, I don't want, I don't want to see the scary parts. It'd be nice if I could dream that, you know, they found out who murdered her and it was, you know, not even the husband we thought it was this other person. So I would think it like that. And then in my dream, it turned out that, okay, that's what now happened. So it seems as if I'm now sort of scamming the system, right? Scamming my brain or whatever it is that gives us our dreams to tell it, please don't make me scared. Send me things that won't make me scared. All of that. <laughs> it's a crazy fun fact, but I'm telling you guys for reals, for reals, that I'm able to now sort of legislate what I dream about. Um, I've also found out that I can easily adapt to things. I adapt. Hmm move to lagos here i'm here move to wherever i just i just adapt um with meeting new people working with new teams whatever i'm just very good at just going with the flow you know finding my rhythm and just you know getting on with it so that's a good quality i have and i'm quite proud of that i've also found that i love to teach hmm. so maybe um sometime in life i could probably find myself back in a classroom or somewhere teaching but i love to teach i love to just share the knowledge i hate holding things in my head i hate holding something i know can help somebody else without sharing it. it's just not my gig at all so i love to teach something else if i could solve the problem of everybody in this world like everyone is walking around with problems and we all have problems but the way you see the next person to you their problem is a tenth of yours my like and then i asked myself i should be able to do more i should be able to help these people like these these things they're carrying around at like their burdens are things that are not even that heavy that should ordinarily not be that heavy you know so i'm that kind of person that god knows that if i have money by, by god's grace when i do have money it's not going to be me going around to motherless babies' homes and solving people's problems. It will just be random people. You know that random acts of kindness thing? You just ask somebody, what's your problem right now? When you hear these problems at times, you're like, what? This is what keeps you up at night? This is what? It's like, this is what? This, this is your pressure. Right? So, if I had the means, I would solve the problems of the entire world. You know, I would try my best to make sure that everyone gets, you know, so these people are lighter. You know, that's just something I hope that by God's grace I'll be able to do. Um, what is my ultimate job? I think my ultimate job is to be a travel blogger. Hmm. Sometime in life, oh, I hope to be able to just travel around the world. 
and take these pictures and make these videos and just post them and just make money of that so now start to work with brands and all of that who knows but to be a travel blogger i'll be doing something i love and also using the social media or using instagram or whatever medium i choose um and enjoying it because that's something i enjoy to do so hopefully uh, <laughs> it may never happen but that's something i think i would enjoy doing and also lecturing in a top university lecturing in a group of students that I just see the potential, I know that give the student five years and they would, you know, the world would know their name, that kind of, that kind of space. That's something I'm hoping to, uh, that's something I would have liked to, to become. That would be my ultimate job. Um, if money was no object, <laughs> what life would I have? So if money wasn't an object, right, I would buy an apartment in New York City in somewhere in manhattan maybe upper or lower east side i don't know then this apartment will be let's say one of the very top floors right so i would have a very beautiful view of central park on one side see the brooklyn bridge on the other side just really i'll be living in new york city beautiful apartment nicely decorated i'm just i'm describing this with my eyes closed so you can understand that this is such a dream <laughs> I know that it's going to have white interiors, open plan, like when you step into the apartment straight out of the lift, you walk in and you can just see the city lights, you see the skyline, you know, my my blinds will always be open. I'll never draw them closed. Like, that's what I'm hoping. Um, So I would have my turntable with jazz music that's always playing. And we would have our, so it's obviously with me and a partner. Uh, what else? It's beautiful life. So, some of the things we'll be doing would just be like going around art, art galleries. There's so many things to see in New York. There's, you know, exhibitions all the time. There's fashion week. There's different types of... Oh, I remember when I went to the Smithsonian. Freaking hell. Like, this one's just collect everything that you, you should know. Everything that's supposed to be an important thing. Surely there's something that's been written. They have it there, you know. I went to the Met, you know. So, I would go to all these museums and galleries. Go to jazz clubs. My in Harlem, Harlem has a very, 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 well, I say, active sort of underground jazz pubs. You know, different places. Also, some some in Brooklyn as well. So I would like to do that. Um, I would like to go shopping on Fifth Avenue. You know, bookshops that have some kind of cafe. So I'm reading a book by the window, and I'm just looking out and just seeing people going about their business. This is, I mean, this is New York City. You know. So that's something I like. And I think my living in Lagos made me open my mind to cities like New York. In the past, I'll be like, oh, no, I'd rather live in a D.C. than now. For now, I don't mind living in the big cities like Toronto, New York, wherever. You know, yeah, I would cope. I would adapt. That's what I do. Then, uh, what else? My dream car, I've already said it before. I like to drive a Porsche. Like, whenever, whatever year I decide to buy that year's model of a Cayenne, and you know i'll be able to visit different cities you know with my husband just enjoy our lives you can go with kids you can leave them i don't know <laughs> so if money was no object right now this is what i'll be doing i'm not talking about in the, in the, in the future or whatever like right now i would like to be living this life I mean, i'm describing because i know i'll be able to afford it buying a house in new york city is not being it's expensive so yeah i'll be able to afford that this is just me obviously talking about myself because it's my birthday but if there are any questions people always ask me some of these questions people try to get into my head sometimes because i'm always bringing guests on and interviewing them so this is me also answering some of those questions i ask my guests um i love my own company a lot so 
you can find that most of my free time is now spent recording the podcast besides that i love my company i love to watch movies you know tv but i also love spending quality time with partner or with friends or whatever i enjoy spending time with people so it's a mixed bag you know sometimes you know i hang out and then when i want to be by myself i do not sort of be like oh i'm so lonely i wish somebody was here that had they ever happened so when i wish someone or when i need to be with people i just go and be with them it's not because there is a gap that they're trying to fill no i actually enjoy my own company a lot uh, people that inspire me so Oscar Wilde, Oscar Wilde is an Irish author, poet, and all of that, is someone, I think of all those people from the, you know, 19th century that I really respect, he's one of the people that I can say, hmm, I read his books and I'm like, I want to get into his mind because his mind works like my mind works, you know, so he's someone that I enjoy his work and I always buy, I buy up everything I can when I find it. I also like, I also enjoy um winston churchill um his quotes his bravery he's someone that i would like to model in his terms terms of bravery you know so if you research when he was prime minister of the uk the amount of adversity you know that was when the queen was crowned that was when there was second world war there was just different things and he led the british people and the allied forces to victory you know that's where he conquered hitler so this is a man that you know we owe a lot to today. Maybe we'll all be speaking German by now. But aside that, he's just a very brave person. And he's also quite um, introspective. So he will also say the things that he knows he's not good enough at. So I can be good here, but I'm not good there. A lot of, a lot of us do not do that. So we know that, oh, I'm the person to go to war with. But are you also the person to cry at home with? No, you're not. So you should be able to say, dude, if you need me for this, I do. But if it's this other one, I know they, you know. So that's something about Winston Churchill that I really appreciate a lot when I read about him. And I also visited his home. I saw where he was born. I saw all of that. Blenheim Palace, some country estate in the UK. So I like him a lot. Um, so what do I spend my alone time doing? Like I said, watching TV, Netflix. Uh, oh no, let me be very honest. I spend my alone time watching game shows, UK game shows. So <laughs> quiz shows, you know that the UK, they have... 1 million quiz shows and game shows on TV. So since I moved back, I still watch them. You know, anything that has a competition, someone is going to win, you know, people are, you know, it's a quiz. I'm just gaining a lot of knowledge. I enjoy them. So I watch Tipping Point, The Chase, Pointless, of which I always thought Pointless was a pointless show till I started watching it and I enjoy it more. So now I watch a lot of Pointless. Um, Only Connect, QI, uh, what's the other one? Countdown. There's just so many, you know, University Challenge. <laughs> yeah so and now the wall any tv show at all that has some kind of a competition element to it that's you know and also has a lot of quizzing that's my thing so i enjoy quizzes a lot so i can spend all my free time doing when i come back from work and i turn on my computer or i turn on turn on my tv on my bed that's all i'm watching quiz shows i'm just answering all the questions anyone i get a question i'm like yes and if the person feels it i'll be like what how could you feel that you know yeah so um as I begin to wrap up here, yeah, one thing I'm very proud of myself for achieving is like I was, for a couple of years in my life, I was caught in some kind of a Hotel California type of situation. The, if you don't catch the Hotel California reference, it's a song by Ego, it's a band. Um, they say you can check out, but you don't leave, you know. So you check out, but you never leave. 
So it could be a relationship. You know those people that you leave, you break up, but you're still there. You know, you just don't know how to get out of this thing. You can stop talking for months and then after one call, you're back with them again. And then you don't talk for a long time, then you're back with them and all of that. So it was on and off, on and off. And it was now getting into years and years. And I was like, hey, snap out of it. <laughs> snap out of it. <laughs> if you want drag race, you get that reference as well. So I had to get myself to just snap out of it. And I was able to put an end to that as well. So that's also something I'm very proud of. You know, like nothing, nothing has the power over you. It's just, it's, it's, as far as your mind can conceive it, if you're done and you're thinking, okay, I want to get out of the situation. And this is for anyone that is battling with sort of um, mental abuse, emotional abuse, um, domestic abuse, you know, different types of abuse that we go through with partners, men and female. Please don't think that you cannot leave because what happens is you leave and then something happens and you go back and then you, you just keep going. That's, that's Hotel California. Like you can actually check out and you actually leave. And in fact, you can call the cops or call the authorities to go and shut down that hotel and jail the owners so that you never ever have to go back in there and check in, you know. So that's the whole thing. I was able to get myself out of the one kind of situation like that. And something pivotal happened and I was like, yo, this thing has happened. I didn't even remember to even check on this person. Oh my God, that's interesting. I'm actually out of this as well. So it's doable. You can. You can leave any bad situation that you shouldn't be in. Right? Lastly, um, there's something... <laughs> what experience would I like to experience again? Something I've experienced in my life I would like to experience again. Well... Agatha Christie says in her novels that an experience you really enjoyed should never be repeated. So I don't know how to answer that question, but uh, I don't want it to be a travel thing. I think maybe I would say boarding school. Knowing everything I know now, going back to boarding school, having the same set of friends I have now, uh, that we I had then, so we're going to resume just one again on the 5th of October 20, 1999. No, let's say we resume just one all over again, and all of us are still in the same class, and we are all, but we now know, they're now smarter. Hmm. I think I would have a lot more fun with my friends. Now, right or not, everybody's scattered around the world. People are all in different places and all of that. So I think going back to boarding school, even if it's for just one term, again, I wouldn't mind, you know. I really enjoyed my time in boarding school until they started bullying us and beating us and all of that. But aside that, I really, really would like to have that experience again. Um, Something else I always say is that I also wish, this is funny, so please pardon me. I wish that marriage was like uh was like boarding school so you know how i have a lot of sisters that they're all married i wish that when they go to when they are their married homes it's like how we go for first term and then we have holiday then we go back home stay with our families and then we go back for second term i wish that was what it was so that after every three months they come back to the family house and we are all together with our parents and we're living together for maybe three weeks and then they're like okay it's fine it's time to go back then they go back to their married homes to their children and all that then they come back again <laughs> this is one huge wish I have because I remember growing up with my sisters and all the fun we used to have, singing and dancing and playing and all the inside jokes and everything. And I was just like, oh, marriage just separates everybody, you know. So we just go into these different pockets of the world. Everyone is in different directions, just doing something. But that initial nucleus, that thing that we wear, it's hard to get it together again because it's just not possible. So it's just some kind of a weird stupid dream i always have let's say what if it was possible that people could go back home to their family homes for maybe a month of throughout the entire year every every woman everywhere in the world 
and every man can go back to their homes when it was just them and their siblings and their parents for one month and then they go back to their partners again. It'd be nice. Well, this is just, let me prefix this to say that it's if your family was a loving one and you really enjoyed being at home with all these people, but if, you know, it was a toxic, toxic environment where you were actually happy to eventually leave, then obviously this will not work for you. But a girl can only dream, right? Yeah, so, guys, thanks for listening to this. This is my, <laughs> my on-the-record episode for it to be that okay on my birthday i spoke about myself thank you i'm sure i'm gonna get a lot of wishes and all the jazz and all of that that comes with birthdays and sometimes it's very hard to respond to all of them but just know that i listen i read them you know because birthdays are the one time when people can tell you what they think about you those of them that are quite honest you know so i always appreciate reading those things and i'm very very grateful for all the friends i have all the new friends i'm even making through this podcast i'm also quite grateful to you guys thank you all for the love um my birthday wish is that my birthday ask is that you tell people to follow the podcast um thanks for asking on instagram please share just tell people please follow the podcast that's all i'm asking you know my my page is private so it doesn't matter people don't need to follow me they need to follow the podcast and they will hear everything i'm doing and all my plans and all of that for this beautiful pod so signing out from abuja nigeria it's your girl doris on the ones and twos <laughs> thank you all very much sending you all kisses have a good month everybody and see you on the next one bye